Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Also a podcast, as the announcer said. You can find it everywhere. We've got a couple special guests in the studio with us today. We've got Patricia Raskin co-hosting with us. Patricia, welcome back. And we also have Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management. Greg, it's been a while. How are you doing? It's been a while, yeah. Me and Patricia were talking. I think that she came on right after I had left. Yeah. To do some things, so it's nice to be back and nice to meet you. Thank well, you. well, you've been you've been busy, and and we've got a, a great topic we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, just why don't you give us the latest update on Nexus Property Management, where you guys are? Spend a minute with that. Yeah, so a lot of folks know us here in Rhode Island. We're a property manager. We do all that dirty work: rent collection, maintenance, and eviction, yep. and even leasing. And we have our office in Fall River, which is bursting at the seams. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our office in Florida. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at right now. And, uh, you know, we're just happy to be a Rhode Island success story. You guys really are. You're rocking it. So what, real quick, what does it cost to, to jump it? If somebody wanted to start a business and start a franchise of Nexus, where's, what is that? So I was driving down Mineral Spring in North Provolone. I mean, North Providence <laughs> the other day. <laughs> and there's a Honeydew Donuts that was just built right across from Stop and Shop. Yeah, You can buy that franchise if you want. However, go look and you'll see that it's about a million dollars. Okay. From franchise fee to loans to liquidity requirements. <coughs> a lot cash, of money. A lot of money. Or you can buy a Nexus property management for 25000 Yeah. And have multiple streams of income and not be capped out. Wow. That's, that's you great. You can grow... But not get stuck. Not many businesses can say that. Well, you know, and they, they'd also be getting in on the ground floor of something that's going to be absolutely massive. Correct. And, you know, you guys have put this uh, a business basically in a box. Here you go. This is proven. You're going to succeed. Exactly. Awesome. So let's jump into it. Okay. It's a fast-paced world out there. You're an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of people out there starting their own businesses, running their own businesses, in management positions, okay, all this stuff. And you said something that makes a lot of sense. People need to incorporate more time for themselves, for health, yes, sanity, travel, yes, fitness. The three Bs. Tell me about that. How the heck do you do it? You're 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 very well in shape. Business. You're, you're always calm. Body and balance. Business, body, and balance. Okay. Business, body, balance. Business, you go to work, you do your thing. Body, you should come home and exercise. I like exercising early in the morning. Whatever. Do it in the morning. Okay. Do it at lunch. But you got to do it. Yeah. So a lot of people say, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym or, oh, I'm not competitive. I don't want to play sports. Doesn't matter. You got to find something. Get your body moving. Do jumping jacks in the attic if you want. Do something. It's very important for all all of your health, your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health. It's it's key. It permeates to your fingertips. Mm -hmm. So what I found after six years of trying basketball leagues and weightlifting and swimming is that none of that works for me. Hmm. What works for me is the Peloton. Oh, that is cool. That is very cool. I saw you got that. You saw my house in my basement. I'm on my bike. I do 60 minutes. I have a live trainer. It keeps track of my stats. I compete with people. I need to compete. That's me. I need to compete. Yeah, you do. (laughs) 
Me so too. that satisfies all of those needs. So working out now becomes fun. It becomes efficient. And when I'm done, I go upstairs and take a shower. I don't have to drive home and sit in traffic and yeah. talk to people at the gym that I don't want to talk to. Everybody knows about that. So it's just efficient. And now I work out five, six times a week. Mm -hmm. Before it was like three, four, two, three, or even zero. Yeah, you look great. So that's what you got to do. And then balance, you have to go out with your friends, have mm -hmm. a beer or mm -hmm. two, go to a concert, mm -hmm. have a cigar, go gamble, whatever your vice is, whatever your enjoyment is, you got to do it. If you don't do it, you're going to be uptight. Ugh. And they're going to see it, your your clients yeah. and your family is going to see it on your face. Why are you pointing to me? Because you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you're going to find a vice, you want to do a positive vice if you can. Something that you enjoy, but you won't feel you won't feel bad 24 hours later. Right, you, you know can't I mean? overindulge. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> but you got to do something is my point. You can't be locked up in your office all day. From six in the morning until ten at night, and think that that's healthy. No, it's not. It's really not. And I've been there where I've worked. You know, well, I work about a hundred plus hours a week, nonstop. But you love it, Amelia. There's love a it. difference. So you don't look at it as work. You look at it as your life. I love it. Me you know? too. And 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 uh, my I wife also self-employed as well. She's right there with mm -hmm. me, right? And and then you know we find time to do stuff and hang out with the family and take care of the kids and whatnot. But at the same time, you're right. You know, there's times where I'm like, oh, we just we got to take a break. Mm -hmm. and, and we go away for a short a weekend, you know, or go away for a couple days with the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important. But man time, too, like as a guy. Yes. I need to hang out with my friends and stuff. And once in a while, we'll go out, Greg. And, and that's nice. Not not enough. Shoot pool. Remember not we shot pool yeah. a couple yeah. months ago? That's yeah. man time. That's yeah. it. That's great. And, and women need women time, too. You know, my girl yep. goes out with her girls. They have a great time. And... Uh, that's good. I, I love that. It's a great segment. Very light. Yeah. Good segment. But it's a any business that you're in, whether you're insurance, whether you're a banker, whether you're your own professional of some nature, you can relate to this. Well, I, I think we're in a culture that isn't really um, purporting or looking at balance. We say we are, but everybody's all or nothing. Yeah. You know, yes. there's a lot of this intensity or I'm not going to do anything. Correct. 100% or zero. Yep. Yeah. And, and right what on. happened to, to the balance? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Amen. And the thing is this, is that a lot of people, they don't understand the balance. They don't know how to manage it. And I even myself had a, had a hard time doing that. And let's talk about, let's go back to business, right? Because we're a business too. We talk a lot of business on this show. When you're starting a business, you're, you're starting and running that business most times like a technician would. You're running around wearing 5, 10, 15, 20 hats, doing everything, feeling like you're the only person mm -hmm. that can do it. I read this book. I got coaching from E-Myth. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. E-Myth. It's a fantastic book. But Greg, you guys already run your business like this. So that's why I, I love the Nexus model because it absolutely works. The Dispirito team model absolutely works. Systems in place that put the right people in place mm -hmm. to get all of the jobs done more efficiently, more effectively than one person could do themselves. But it takes the leader to do the hands-off, to say, Emilio will say to me, look, talk to Casey or talk to yeah. this one. And then he pulls out of it. And that's what's so important. If he keeps dabbling back and forth on it, then I'm going to keep going to him. Correct. But he's very clear about that. Yes. And and that, and then allows him to do the things that he's best at. That's part of the balance is Not the delegating. Right. 
Not but, much, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I think some people just do it all because they think nobody else can do what they're doing. They're they squeezing so hard. Right. They're holding on to the nickels that they're dropping the dollars. Yeah. They want to hold on to the pennies and yeah, the, the way I look the way I look at it is like this, guys, right? I'm coming into the studio. I get a client that calls me. He's like, listen, I had a tough family event happen. He had a death in the family, you know, and I'm uh, very sorry. I'm not going to mention any names. I'm very sorry. And he's like, look, I need somebody to go and, and, and just, you know, part of the process, obviously, people have to sell real estate, right? And in a very sensitive time, tough time. But we've known this was happening over the past few months. And look, we just... We got to get into this. So we need somebody to value the house. Can you do it right now? And I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm actually headed into the radio station. I won't be available. And he said, unfortunately, with my work, this is the only time I have. Long story short, I was like, I got you. One of the agents in my office is going in doing exactly what I would be doing because I train them. Yep. And they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they're even better at me than a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're great, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. Right? That's great. So now my client, super happy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as happy as it can be in a sad time, but super right. happy with our service. Everything is getting done. We have Mike in the office doing all of the paperwork, getting everything ready for these people. And that's just seamless. And you're doing what you do best. Yeah. But I, I, d- I want to say something here. But that has happens because the leader, Emilio, and you also, Greg, you have you have trained these people. You've taken the time and then you've got in hands off. I mean, you certainly check in with them. Yep. But the reason it works well is that you hire the right people yep. and Bingo. you believe in them and you trust them and, and you don't them. micromanage them. No way. Empower them. They manage they manage it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't call up and say, Casey, did you do that today? Did you no, make I don't sure have did you to. send the schedule nope. out? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Too too many of those phone calls lead to somebody not on my team. Exactly. It's just not. It's just not how we run. We're not known for that. Just like Nexus, and just like just but, like your business. But you going. have to have, you have to have that mindset of finding those right people yeah. and taking the time up front to train them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and you know, and we're and and we got to cut through commercial break in a second. But listen, a lot of real estate companies, and this is no secret. You know, they'll hire anybody. Absolutely mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. They don't care if it's their part time, if they never intend to make a sale, if they don't want to do like a lot of continuing education, if they don't care to read books, they'll take anybody. With us, we go through about a five round interview. It's crazy. Sometimes we'll make it a six round. And we'll, we will like so rigorously look through and make sure that we have the right people because everyone's a puzzle piece in our organization and they have to complement and fit the position and everyone else there. So, um, and that's something that I proud the Despirito team in is if somebody is going out and meeting with you from the Despirito team, they're polished. They know their stuff and they're going to get the job done. And they're done. representing your brand. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. Thank you. And, 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 and I'm saying this as not only the Despirito team, I'm saying this in reference to Nexus too. So, uh, Greg, how can they find you if they want to look up, you, you know, Nexus, if they want to look you up? They can't find us. We're out of business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Nexri.com. That's it nexri.com um, you know or you could google nexus property management franchise opportunities fantastic stuff stay thank tuned you. you're welcome thank you Greg thank, thank you for your show hey we'll be right back with Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com with the top five events here in Rhode Island this is the Despirito team real estate show stay tuned Hey, 
Hey, this is Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. I'm so happy to be here with you every Sunday. Thank you very much for listening. Whether you're listening to our podcasts on Apple, Google, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, anywhere you find it, or watching our video, or you're listening on air, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Very, very much. So you can give us me a call, by the way, off air if you have any uh, any questions at all. 401 401- Three five nine two three three eight. I want to be that real estate resource for you, if even if you just need a, a contractor or whatever, guys. We're here for you. Four zero one three five nine two three three eight. We're in the studio today with Patricia Raskin. Patricia, thanks for being here. Hi, Emilio. Hi. It's great to be here. Thank you. And uh, we're, what we're doing today in this segment is I wanted to talk about the four reasons why home doesn't sell. And this is a biggie now, Patricia. Now, there's a lot of houses that go on the market and boom, come right off after, say, three months, four months, six months, depending on the contract. Sometimes they decide that the real estate agent that they hired isn't the right fit for them. And that's okay. We're human, right? So basically what happens is if your home didn't sell or if you have a neighbor's home that didn't sell or whatever, if you know somebody, just tell them, look, relax, it's going to sell. You just maybe got to do things a little bit different, right? And I started my business on this, Patricia. Mm-hmm. And this is like one main area where my team does very well and strives. And we've been able to sell people's homes sometimes for a higher price than what it was previously listed for. So again, 401-359-2338. Is this you? Do you know anybody that has gone through it? What is the feedback? What are you thinking? You know, feel free to text or call me my off here number. Okay. All right. So Anyways, the four reasons, one, condition, okay? Two, terms of the market, three, location, four, price, okay? Price we always leave last. Price we leave last, again, because this is somebody's nest egg. This is a big deal for them. They need to net the absolute highest price. Let's leave price last. Let's see if we can get them the price that they want, okay? So let's talk about condition. This is a biggie. A lot of times when we go into homes that haven't sold, it's because of simple things. It's because the home wasn't staged, right? But, you know, I had asked you before, what if um, they haven't sold their house, they really have to sell it, they don't have the resources to fix it up? Yeah. What about selling it at the lower price and letting the buyer buy it as is at a great price and putting their own style into the house? Yep, absolutely. And that can happen. And there's several programs that we know about to make that happen for the buyers. But what about the sellers? What about the sellers? What about extra money in that seller's pocket? Now, here's the thing. If the seller is under a time constraint, like the bank is sending out foreclosure notices, we got to sell this as is. And if we break you even on it, we break you even, get out of a bad situation. If we can make you a couple, I have clients like this right now. Some of the best people just put in a tough situation, Patricia. We we got them out of a bad situation. We're putting a couple thousand dollars, hopefully, in their pocket when it closes. They're happy. They didn't expect that. I love stories like that because we're helping them, right? However, if somebody has a lot of time, you may want to... We have a company, and you can text me or call me, and I'll hook you up with these guys. What they'll do is they will go in and do all the work needed to get you your top dollar return on investment, okay? And they will do all that work up front with a small deposit, sometimes zero deposit, and they'll charge you when your home sells. They'll put a lien on your house, charge you when it sells. Oh, that's very helpful. Yeah, that's big. But I'm going to guide you along and I'm going to say, hey, look, you know, they suggest this, that, don't do this, don't do that. We know what the buyers want, okay? 
So keep that in mind. 401-359-2338. It's a very interesting program. I can connect you with those with that company. Number two, right? Terms. What are the terms in the market? Right now, the market terms are very favorable, Patricia. People can get financing. Financing guidelines, the, the lending guidelines have eased up, meaning more people qualify. People can qualify with as little as a 550 or 560 credit score. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, sometimes sometimes they need to do some work and pay off some some stuff, but we can connect you with the right person if, if you're a buyer and, you know, the different banks, Rhode Island Housing offers some stuff. And I was going to say, and sometimes they offer things for first-time buyers. $7,500 grant right now. Do they still have that? They do. They absolutely do. So so terms in the market are fantastic. We've got to jump to a commercial in a second, but here, here comes the other one, location. Location, location, location. Future location is also very important as well. We're, when we meet with you, we're going to go ahead, or when we look at your property, we're going to go ahead and, and let you know exactly how your location is going to impact. If you're overlooking a junkyard or if you're overlooking a, a gas station or if you're actually if you're within 300 feet of gas station, certain financing doesn't even apply. You can't mm. even, different buyers can't even get financing on your property. There's so many different things that go into location. It's a big deal. It's very important. And that, of course, is going to impact, boom, number four, price. Okay, so condition, terms, location, all affects price. Okay, and your price may be a little off. It may be a little low. You may be hitting the wrong consumers. It may be a little high. It may be right, but we've got to make sure that all of those other prerequisites are dealt with correctly. Should people look at location first? Because I've always heard that as a consumer. Mm. Everyone says it's all about location, location, location. Sure, but every different consumer has different needs. Somebody might not care that they're overlooking a gas station because they're single, they don't have a family, they, they could care, or maybe there's low inventory where they're just like, whatever, we'll take it. And they'll pay top right. dollar for it. Right. It's right down the road from the highway, Patricia, so let's, let's get this beautiful house. And by the way, it doesn't mean that that location is bad just means that that location is, is is right for those people. So every different person has different needs. And when we're working with buyers or sellers, we're looking at the whole overall needs analysis. We're looking at a market analysis. We're looking at everything. There's so much that goes into- And their into personal needs. Most importantly, and their goals. And, and then we let them know flat out, look, here's your best case, worst case scenario. This is what we can do. If this doesn't work for you, then maybe hold on to the property. Mm -hmm. Listen, guys, we got to cut to a commercial break. Thank you, Patricia. Great questions. Uh, this is Emilio Despirito, and uh, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're going to be right back here in a few moments here on News Radio 920 1047 FM, streaming on WHJJ iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. This is Emilio Despirito, and I'm happy to be here with you every Sunday on iHeartRadio talking with you about the American dream. That's right. That's real estate and different business opportunities. And we're interviewing some of the best people in the business. Very excited and blessed to be here with you. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we have Patricia Raskin, our co-host with us today. Hi, Patricia. Emilio. Hi. Great to have you here. You're a great element to the show. Thank Been you. Getting a lot of great feedback. Good. You're very welcome. And, um, you know, so part of what we do here on the, the Spirito Team Real Estate Show is we like to educate the consumers, right, Patricia? 
and we like everybody to know what they're getting into if they're thinking about doing anything real estate. It could be buying, selling, investing. And you cover everything, which we, is wonderful. We like to cover everything. Mortgages, appraising, everything. Yeah, yeah you know why? Because we bring on all the specialists. Like, I we can do. never ever say like, hey, you know what? I specialize in absolutely everything. No way. No, no way. So we bring on, you know, top tier professionals, book authors, economists, the whole nine. Actually, Patricia, you got some awesome book authors yeah. that you connected. Thank yeah. you. The show Good. with that are going to be coming on. We're talking about, uh, you know, one of them is 57 ways, uh, you know, millionaires think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good for everybody, for anybody who wants to do well. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. So we got a lot of fun segments coming up. I want you guys to stay tuned and listen weekly over the next few weeks. We're going to see more and more of these people come on, which is great. And and by the way, you can uh, easily connect with us online at despiritoteam.com. And you can call me direct. It's easy. 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. All right, so... Let's talk about the latest real estate news, okay? Because I'm sure our listeners want to know, where's the market? Where's it going? How are we doing? All right, so check this out, guys. The uh, Rhode Island Association of Realtors just released some news, and they're always releasing news for, what, the month back, right? Because they don't have all the data from this month. They always do it a month back. So they released December, um, the December report, and we're going to talk about January, too, because guess what? I have instant access to all the data here. So I'm going to give you the most up-to-date info here every single Sunday, right? So prices are up on the median single-family home by 3.9% mm. December 18 over December 17. This is 4% increase, right? Mm-hmm. Decent money. It's four grand on 100000 Basically, if you bought three years ago, you could pretty much sell and break even. Maybe make a little bit of, maybe a little bit of money. But uh, inventory is down Guys, it's down quite a bit, and we're actually seeing uh, we're seeing a lot of areas that need more inventory, more homes on the market. If we look at the December inventory versus January inventory, it's a big difference. Check this out. Single-family homes, 3,000 homes were active on the market, which, by the way, it should be around six to 7,000 single-family homes. Right now, in January, 2,337. We are at the lowest inventory that we've been mm. since I've seen. So it's a seller's market. Well, yeah, so it's st- exactly. So it's still a seller's market, okay? So when there's fewer homes than the amount of, of when there's low supply and a huge demand, prices are going to appreciate. Oh. And this is what's been happening over the past few years. And uh, mortgage rates are still very good. They're still under 5 Amelia, what about those homes that maybe were on the market then went off the market? They're like the sleeper homes. And do they have a a good chance now because there's even less supply? Should they get back in the market? I'm so glad you asked that. That's actually, I'm I'm very passionate about those kind of situations because I understand how those feelers feel. Those feelers feel. The sellers. I understand how those... (laughs) They are feelers too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, they are. They are. <laughs> I understand how those sellers feel. Okay. And and basically it's this because I started my business working with homes. That's how I started working with people that had their homes in the market that didn't sell previously. Mm-hmm. And what we did was basically everything else somebody else didn't do. Right. 
So I'll notice a lot of times with these houses, and by the way, I'm speaking directly to you. If you have a home that's sitting on the market or has sat on the market and has been withdrawn or you had to fire your agent or whatever, and we hate to see that, right? But if you're looking for something fresh and new, and by the way, if you're in contract with your agent, I'm not trying to step on toes. I don't want to kick anybody out. Just give that agent a shot to do what they need to do. There's a lot of great mm -hmm. people here. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. But I can tell you this. A lot of times, people's homes will expire and they'll contact the Despirito team. What we do, Patricia. You find out what wasn't done. Uh, there's four elements why a home doesn't sell. Okay. Location, condition, terms in the market, and price. And what's usually the one that's the biggest? Sometimes it's all four. Sometimes it's one or two. Oh. Usually the biggest that I see is, is condition and price. I would have said price. That would have been my guess. But we leave price last. I did that on purpose because I know that this home is someone's nest egg a lot of times. This home is really, think about this. Americans put a lot of money into homes mm -hmm. and this is a savings account for them. I need to make sure that I'm doing my job and getting them the absolute most money. So price is always last. I need to look at that. I don't just go in and say, oh, this feels overpriced. No, because guess what? We can sometimes go in. We can stage a property. We can do a full pre-list home inspection, find out where the buyers are having issues. So so let me back up to staging, Patricia. You walk into a home and what, how do people buy? They, Visual. They Yes, but they buy in a feeling. Right. They're buying a feeling, right? Yeah. So they're walking in. If the place doesn't feel comfy, cozy, if it doesn't feel like home, okay, listen, take all those magnets off the front of the fridge. Take all your family photos down. I know it's a tough process. Now, Ooh. there are some people that have the visual skill. Not a lot. 10% maybe. Right? Right. They can go in and see the mess and, and see it the way they want it. Yeah. But not a lot. Not a lot. So, and by the way, if you're just joining us, this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We're here today with Patricia Raskin, our co-host. I'm Emilio Despirito, and we're talking about the market as well as the real estate market, by the way, as well as different ways that you can prepare your home to sell if it has not sold previously on the market. Okay. And where the market is today, that it's really a seller's market because there are Thank a you. fewer homes. You're absolutely correct. There's not enough inventory on the market. There's not enough supply of homes for the demand of buyers out there. And this is, for the most part, all of Rhode Island. Okay, so I want you to call me if you have questions. My off-air number, 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. Call me, text me, tell me what you have going on. I'm happy to help you. We're going to be able to help you. If we can't, we'll tell you. That's just, that's just how we we do our business. Well, but you also have so many resources, and, and you really screen them all. You give people the best of the resources. I mean, when they yeah. talk to you, they're talking to 10 top people because yeah. of the people yeah. that you know. Yeah, we're very careful who we work with and whatnot. And, you know, and a lot of the people that we met, we actually met through clients who have raved about mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. or through referral sources. And it's, you know, Rhode Island's a really great place with a lot of skilled people. And I believe we have the best people on our auxiliary and, and, and you know, immediate team. So, Patricia, one of the things, just to get back to what we were saying now, um, condition. If somebody's looking at the condition of the property, okay, um, we need to make sure that that property is staged well. Uh, we need to make sure that everything is working well in the property. We need to make sure that that property is almost turnkey. And you know what? I, we got to cut to a commercial break. 
Sorry, we got to. Did you have something to say real quick? Yeah, I, w- I was just. My question was, what about somebody who's selling their home as is at a great buy, and so you can buy it under value and then fix it the way you want? Yep. So a lot of times, my clients, I'll tell them it depends on the situation. If they don't have any out of pocket cash, we have a solution for that. Okay. Big solution. You're gonna want to hear this. Stay tuned. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. I'm Emilio Despirito. We're going to be right back here streaming on WHJJ. That's iHeartRadio and 920 AM as well as 104.7 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. I'm Emilio Despirito, and we're in the studio with Patricia Raskin. Hey, Patricia. Hi. Hi. Great to be here. Thank you. And on the line with us, we have Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections. And Mike, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Mike. Hey, thanks for having us on. You're welcome. Mike, today we're going to be talking about, uh, I know you wanted to cover the the importance of negotiating proper home inspections and proper repairs from the home inspections. I think that's a great topic. A lot of people could definitely use this information. I know you see it all of the time. You said you have a couple stories you'd love to share. I'd love to hear those. Yeah. So basically, after the home inspection, a lot of times there's room for you to negotiate repairs that we find, um, repairs of conditions that we find, excuse me, or perhaps uh, maybe a credit at closing where you make a financial request rather than ask them to fix stuff. Mm-hmm. So what I'm here to discuss today is properly crafting your repair request. Just for example, we were at a home inspection and the, uh, the customer wanted us to go back and reevaluate some things. And what had happened was they requested uh, a really generic item. So um, they asked to... Uh, repair the ungrounded receptacle condition in the house. So what the seller did was changed all the prong outlets in this older house to two prong outlets, which technically does meet their repair request. Mm-hmm. That's not really what the buyers wanted. They wanted safe three prong plugs to plug in stuff, you know, made in the last fifty years. Sure. So now the 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 seller did meet the requirement. He did correct the condition. However, the buyers didn't really get what they want. Now they're going to have to spend money out of their own pocket. To correct it in the way that they wanted when they could have just requested that they ground the outlets or gfi protect them or make some other type of repair to where they get what they want um similarly they asked for a repair to the chimney flashing and the guy went up there and just gooped tar around the chimney when what they wanted was new flashing around the chimney so sure. this is going to be a band-aid fix so by these people you know, unfortunately, not properly crafting their request for replaced flashing or properly grounded outlets. Um, they left it vague. And a lot of times the seller, especially if you get a house that's like a flipper type of house, they're going to get out of there as cheap as possible while meeting the requirements. And, you know, these people didn't really get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. If they're not willing to do what you want them to do as far as the repair that's going to meet your needs as a buyer, that might be a time where your realtor should help you out and say, you know what? Let's not have them fix anything. Let's try to get a credit at closing. It may not cover the repair, but at least it'll go towards the right repair that you want for your house going forward. I can appreciate that. You know, you you should just pay attention to what you ask for. Um, You know, um, sometimes you can ask for receipts from a licensed contractor that did work so you can be assured that, you know, it wasn't just some guy on Craigslist, you know, um, just doing the repairs. (laughs) Or it could have been some guy on Craigslist, right? That's a... That, that just wrote, wrote, wrote it on an MS Word doc or something. But no, but you want to you want that 
reputable person to go in and and assess the situation after so the home inspection is basically recommendations okay and what we do with the with with like your home inspection report mike is we will have contractors reputable contractors go in and figure out the cost figure out what needs to get done and then we'll make sure if the sellers are going to take care of these situations that their contractors are also reputable and going to do the right thing or like you said mike i like your idea of asking for a credit if our clients of course have the money out of pocket later on to you know take the credit off their mortgage price and then if they can take the money out of pocket because it's two different things you know a credit on the oh. mortgage um, go ahead it is totally because uh, yeah. because a $3000 credit on a mortgage is is not $3000 out of pocket right now so it's a whole whole different ballpark so it depends on the the person and their finances but i love what what you're saying there and appreciate that so my question is when someone when they get the appraisal and they get the recommendations mm-hmm. and you recommend maybe three or four contractors how do you choose the contractor is it basically on price and on the no. lowest price no. how do you choose I, I would strongly suggest to go after reputation and the like w- their scope of work what are they going to do you know what do they what do they see what's wrong and we can always lean back on mike auger mike mike was a contractor he is a contractor mm. mike right it, it, yeah. not not that you're still actively repairing stuff because you're doing the inspection but i know you know your stuff when you're and going you know in. You're, not, look you're not some random home inspector right. you know what yeah, and it's you know what you're doing you're, you're exactly right you look at the scope of repair you know you might get two contractors with two vastly different prices oh, and then yeah. when you when you break down what they say they're going to fix um yeah one of them may be the proper repair and one of them might be a repair that's that's eh, good enough for now but maybe not the best way to do it um, mm-hmm. So the price is not usually the factor you want. You want it done right. That's your your main thing, you oh. know. But I mean, certainly price. You know, contractors can be all over the price, especially certain trades. Um, yeah. For example, roofing. Roofing tends to be all over the place. Oh, right? God, yeah. You can sometimes find several thousand dollars difference in in a job quoted very similarly. So, right, but um, that's your expertise, though, Mike, because you've been a contractor. You're able to you really help your client in that respect. Because you you yeah. know you know what the value is you know what the prices mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a lot of times they do they they will call me or be like, hey, can I can I email you a copy of the contractor's quote? Does it seem to look like it'll fix the problems that you had with the house? And, and you know that just takes me a few minutes to go over, and I and I, I help them out with that all the time. Yeah. And then sometimes we go back and do an additional inspection um, of the work that's done if they're a little bit concerned that you know maybe. Um, they just want to make sure that it was it was done right, so we can go back and we we uh, check some of the new work as well. That's huge, yeah. That's that's really great support, and there's a reason why we uh, we have you on the show here, Mike. Mike with Patriot Home Inspections. Best way to reach Mike is you can go online, homeinspectorinri.com, homeinspectorinri.com, or you can call him direct four zero one. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, 401-578-4878. That's my personal cell. Feel free to call. And say it one more time, please. That would be 401-578-4878. Awesome. Mike, we appreciate you having, uh, we appreciate you being here on the show with us. Thank you so much for kicking some knowledge and we're looking forward to talking with you again soon. Nice. You guys have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Bye, Mike. Emilio, I found that segment so interesting and my question is, what about people who say, I'm not going to do a home inspection because you don't have to do that. 
mean, what are they getting themselves into if they don't do a home inspection? First off, if you're a buyer out there and you're not doing a home inspection, I would strongly advise that you do because there could be stuff that comes up late. We always hear about nightmares later on from people that don't do it. Oh my God, I have a leaky window. It's leaking behind the wall. There's mold growing back there. You got to rip the whole wall out. Siding, wall, electrical. Like There's so many things behind the scenes, behind the walls that aren't so apparent. There, listen, a house is a big deal, big investment. Spend a few hundred, five, six hundred bucks, whatever. Make sure that that home is safe for you and your family for years Absolutely. to come. Great question, Patricia. And on the line with us, we've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com talking about the top five events up and coming. We have Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Jen, what's happening? Yeah, so love is in the air, and you don't want to disappoint your loved one by not getting the right gift. So Thursday, February 7th from 4 to 9, you can join Field of Artisans at Whaler's Brewing Company for a Valentine's special. Exactly one week before, Mm -hmm. you can come and find something one of a kind and local uh, for the Valentine on your list. There'll be quite a few talented artists there selling their wares. Um, And it's a great way to keep it local and find something unique, you know, so you don't get that box of chocolates or a dozen roses that every girl gets. So you Mm -hmm. you know, spice it up a little bit and you can sip on some delicious craft beer while you're shopping. So it's a win-win. Sunday, February 10th, is Revival Comedy Night at Revival Brewing Company in Cranston at 7 p.m. Um, it features New England's best comics paired with some of Rhode Island's finest craft beer. Tickets are $20 and your first beer is free. And all evening there will be food and drink specials. Um, a few local Valentine's ideas if you're looking for something to do or treats to give your significant other. February 14th is the Miss Vegan Valentine pop-up at Like No Utter in Providence. From 4.30 to 6.30. Uh, You can pre-order vegan Valentine treats or you can pop in and shower your loved one with these tasty gifts. But they're first come, first served. So um, pre-order is not a bad idea. You can get there early. Nice. If you're looking for a dinner place, the Duck and Bunny in Providence will be hosting a seven-course dinner. Um, Seatings are like 6 or 6.30, 8 or 8.30, and 10 p.m. So there's three different seatings. The menu is subject to change, but they put out a sample menu from last year. Um, items such as kale salad, beet napoleon, chive dumplings, steak tartare, short rib pot pie, root vegetable gratin, um, artisanal cheeses, eclairs, desserts, and $125 per couple, which included a bottle of cupcake prosecco. And lots of those menu items featured um, local farms and farmers. So that's another great reason to uh, support local. Absolutely. And the food tastes better too, local. Way yeah, better. yeah, exactly right. Oh, yeah. Win-win. Um, and last but not least, save the date for the 23rd annual Wine Turfest with Taproot Brewing Company and Newport Vineyards, February 16th and 17th from 12 to 5. Two full days of grape stomping, wine tasting, and beer tasting. There'll be live music, tastings, an ice wine bar, and food from the Scratch Kitchen um, created by their culinary team. It's $25 general admission and includes your wine and beer tasting and there'll be other food and drinks by the glass available for purchase so and that's the weekend of valentine's technically so it's a, you know if you're looking if you don't want to go out on a thursday night i was thinking that's a good saturday sunday idea absolutely great and they can check it all out at riblogger.com and you can submit your own events on riblogger.com as well thanks jed thank you have a great week thank you you too
All right, great. What a fantastic show today. I'd like to thank, you know, our listeners, most importantly, for keeping us here and all the people that view us on social media and everywhere else. Uh, I think there's a lot of fantastic content that goes here. I'd like to thank Patricia Raskin. You're welcome for coming here every single week with us as our co-host. And I think you provide a real great perspective for consumers. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I just ask those questions that I would want to know if I were a home buyer or a home seller. It's great. You know, and you you have such knowledge. I mean, the stories just pour right out. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's been, there's just, everybody has their own story, their own different Mm -hmm. case, their own situation. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think that the human element is so important in real estate and that's the reason why real estate agents, you know, so far haven't gone way of, you know, of maybe some travel agents. There's still some around. It They're touches really good everything. Your emotions, do, but... your lifestyle, it's your security, your safety. Yeah. It's all of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like really, it's real really, estate. really difficult to have, you know, artificial intelligence do this. But by the way, things are changing and you're going to see more and more of an implement, uh, implementation of that, of that in real estate. We'll talk about that in a later on. I still would rather segment. talk to you than a robot. Oh, well, thank you. You're too, you're too <laughs> kind. You're too kind. But um, yeah, so I'd like to thank Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management for coming down and uh, Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections as well. Jennifer Jaber with rablogger.com. Christina, our producer. Bill, our station manager. The entire Despirito team and our entire auxiliary network of professionals. You can call me if you'd like any type of information on real estate, 401-359-2338. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, and you can check it out online at despiritoteam.com. Hey, we'll see you next week here on News Radio 920 and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ.